0: First, my initial instinct was to change who I was in order to appease her. But then I realized I don't have to be anyone I don't want to be. And if somebody, especially somebody that's claiming to love me, is expecting me to be a different person, then they're probably not my person. <sighs> this episode of The Inside Perspective, with, with, with the theme that it's giving for me is sexually uh, the Coochie Chronicles the coochie chronicles i've been wanting to figure out a way to address a lot of the thoughts that i've had in my mind when it comes to me and my coochie um and just sex in general and sexuality and what that means specifically for me um i don't know where to start but the first thing that's coming in my mind is to talk about my personal sexuality um so as a kid i've known since anybody could know (laughs) the understanding of having an attraction or liking someone I've always liked both genders it was never like "Ooh, boys it it was never just "Ooh, boys are cute it was boys are cute and girls are cute (laughs) it's always been that way for me um I think whenever I got into middle school it was about fitting in and I was doing a lot of things to kind of just fit in unknowingly um at the time i had perceived it as this is uh, this is this is what i think i want to do and he is kind of cute so like let's just go for it um i have my little crushes on girls especially playing basketball i mean <laughs> i played basketball damn near all up, and, up up and down the east coast um from tennessee to to fucking new york um and y'all was cute <laughs> y'all was mad cute but at the time it was like petrifying to even think about talking or addressing none of my teammates because that just don't shit where you eat um but we playing another team and shorty little cute number five with your number <laughs> with something that I would think of but I didn't have the confidence or even think that it'd be safe for me to do that like would I get in trouble would I be met with anger with this bitch want to punch me in the face because why am i stepping to her? we playing we in the middle of the game right now like i don't know <laughs> so i i had the feelings i always knew that but i suppressed them a lot because it was a lot easier to blend in at the time than it was to stand out <laughs> i think about the things that i had done um during middle school during that early high school that sixth seventh eighth grade Time period where I feel like I think it's also science, but we're like raging hormonal, super horny individuals from like sixth to eighth grade just because our bodies are changing, puberty, we hot and heavy, hot and ready like a little Caesar's pizza. Like it's just happening. Well, let me not say all because I don't want to speak for everyone, I'm gonna speak for me. For me. (laughs) Aaliyah was ready like a little Caesars hot and pizza a little Caesar's pizza. Okay. Um, and it excited me and I loved it. And I may or may not have sent a few pictures or, uh, animations. (laughs) I'm not mad that I ever took the pictures. I'm mad at who I sent them to. I never was putting myself down for the fact that I did it. I was just, I just really wish that I had... (laughs) The understanding of the type of people I was sending it to Um, eighth grade, this whole ordeal happened, actually, that one of my friends was um, curious as to if I was sending pictures to my then boyfriend at the time um and anytime she asked me I d- denied it because one it's none of your business and two it's something I'm trying to keep on a low because this is for me and my man my man my man my man <laughs> um so one day I'll never will forget this day she came up to me in the middle of the hallway and she turned her phone towards me and it had every single picture or video that I had ever sent to my boyfriend And I was crushed, one, because he was to not show anyone or tell anyone, but he had assumed because this person was my close friend at the time that she was uh, abreast of the situations that I was partaking in. She wasn't. (laughs) Long story short, I ended up actually, crazily enough, telling my mom (laughs) I told my mom what happened and what I did. Um, her and I had a conversation, and she spoke with, spoke to me in the best way she knew how, with the information that she had at the time. Um, I was on punishment and trouble type of thing, um, which, again, that's why I said she, she did the best she could with the knowledge that she had. Um, but now looking back, I wish I had me for 8th grade Lee. Um, To kind of explain to her that it is completely okay to be sexually confident in your body. Nothing wrong with that. But we have to understand, one, the age that we're at. And then to the people we decide to share it with. It's a very dangerous world with having social media and texting and immediate access to people. And access to their bodies via text, video, call, FaceTime, whatever um and so honestly what i would tell myself my younger self (laughs) those days where she was so embarrassed about sharing her body in a sexual manner um that it's oh fucking k you did nothing wrong (laughs) not me crying you were learning and exploring and feeling all good and and hot and heavy and little caesar's (laughs) all at one time um and there wasn't a lot of options for you to go and learn in a way that was particularly more safe for you but it's cool it is okay shit happens if anything it was the best titties the motherfuckers i've ever seen in their life <laughs> thankfully it didn't get you know posted to social media or, or spread around the entire school but Nonetheless, it, it happened, and of course, there were the the dumbasses that would be like, "Oh, she sent me this too. She sent me this too," and rumors and all that happened. The motherfuckers didn't even have my phone number. But again, it's not the point. The point of this is speaking to sexuality and sex and the curiosities of it at such a young age, and and how we come to learn about sex and how we come to learn to be sexual with our bodies is either through porn or actually doing it so there is no fucking book for like teenagers curious about sex maybe i need to fucking write one but young teenagers curious about sex and how to go about it um (laughs) because because we don't know what we're doing we don't know what we're doing um but we're going off of how we feel and then there comes in the outside world and the different thoughts and the judgments and everything else that comes along with it whenever you come into sex and the fact that sex is looked at as something that's happening to you more so for women um than than something that's happening with you and a partner um and so to go further to dive to dive further into the coochie chronicles let's fast forward to um to college (laughs) let's fast forward to college or maybe we could do early late high school first and then into college so i continued dating men all the way up until i was in high school i had a fling or a something this woman basically (laughs) i had a something with someone long story short the woman that i had intertwined myself with at the time was in no place prepared for the type of woman that i was i believe that she wanted me to be like this stud and super masculine woman super masculine person but i'm not that um i have those parts to me but i don't solely identify um based off of masculinity um and so she even like one time i wore a dress and she and i sent her a picture and she just was like what like do you like it was just like what the fuck because usually all i wear is sweatpants you know long sleeves t-shirts like i'd be chilling and cooling um but this time around i was like i think i was stepping out to one of my one of my um, uncle's parties or something like that and so i got a little cute um and seeing her reaction of that at first my initial instinct was to change who i was in order to appease her but then i realized i don't have to be anyone i don't want to be And if somebody, especially somebody that's claiming to love me, is expecting me to be a different person, then they're probably not my person. Um, And so there was that. And then again, I had a great relationship with a young man (laughs) uh, who's still my dog to this day uh, as I was finishing high school. And then once I got to college is when I truly allowed myself to be my, to explore my attraction to women. Um, I'm up at back college. None of these motherfuckers know me. They barely know where I'm from. All we trying to do is just kick it and have a good time. Um, and so I was in a relationship for the majority of my freshman year. Um, and then I ended up that relationship ended up ending. Um, and then I got active. <laughs> I got active, and not like and saying i went around fucking everybody that i could find every woman that i could find but it was this deep fire that i had in my my stomach that was just burning and and yearning for the opportunity to have exchanges with women Um, whether they were sexual emotional intellectual i just wanted more from women more than i had ever wanted from men um and so for the longest i told myself i was bisexual i like men i like women it is what it is and now i'm to a point to where it's like i don't care what you got between your legs i'm really really more so concerned of what's between your ears um what are your coping mechanisms um how do you know when you're triggered like that's that that, that's where i was at i had been through so much trauma and bullshit when it came to relationships and trust me i'm getting to the coochie chronicles y'all just you know i love to give background um but there was just so much that i had been through that it it was to a point to where now i was like i want a person that no longer bleeds on me from cuts that i did not give them and i know that I, i i knew that I needed to give certain people time to heal from things that they had been through. But I also knew that it wasn't my responsibility to help them heal. And so I'm a big person of removing myself. I mean, that doesn't mean that I stopped loving you. That also doesn't mean that I'm not still in love with you. But what I won't tolerate is disrespect. Whenever I was finally able to explore as many women as I wanted to, and as whenever a lot of these women on campus found out that I was no longer in a relationship, um, they swarmed me like shit on flies. And it was something I was not prepared for, not used to, like, at all. Like, don't get me wrong, I know I'm a, a beautiful, attractive, intelligent woman, um, but i didn't think that everybody else knew that (laughs) about me as well um and so the attention i started to receive i was like all right this is cool but i try not to let it go to my head but some of it went to my head but the rest went to my coochie okay so (laughs) i started to because i hadn't had sex with that many women either um and, and so let's just fuck it and make it a story time um so one of the people that i had started getting tied up into um was also new to women and so i i don't i don't judge and i don't discriminate and so i wasn't going to just not fuck with shorty because she ain't never been a woman before but i also knew that i was craving the type of intimacy that didn't need to go through a trial period of do I like women or do I not, but I guess I I attracted a lot of first-timers, but I think also from my ego, it fed into the fact that I could tease someone, and I'm not sure if it was like bad ego or good ego, but I really enjoyed teaching and showing and exploring, because that's kind of what sex is, it's this bonding, exploring moment um, that I wanted to have, and so (laughs) this young woman happened to be friends with another young woman that I was uh, kind of talking to i guess maybe but people tend to have a, a lot of conversations about me without me there um and so it came to the point to where somebody had said that i was a sex catfish <sighs> <laughs> the other woman agreed because i guess they had the expectations that if I invited them to, to my bed or or vice versa that they were just going to get this full blown knock down you know get it get it popping I'm gonna do all the work you just sit there I'm not that type of bitch if you have decided to engage in sexual activity with me and if you're laying on your back for longer than 15 minutes since we got cracking, I'm not doing nothing to you. (laughs) I'm not doing nothing to you. You know what we came here to do. You knew what time it was whenever I pulled up. Like, I'm not finna sit here and play games with you. If you wanna be a, a, a pillow princess and a dead fish or whatever it is, you can do that by yourself. Get whatever toys you got, like enjoy that time with yourself. But if you're with another person, in my eyes and my expectation, there's a back and forth. There's a communication through our bodies, and you laying there on your back the whole time is only telling me one thing: that you only want one thing. I didn't hear to. I'm a munch, but not like that. Okay, not like that. Um, <laughs> and so. I had a couple of interactions that were very different from those. Um, and it was a lot of fun. At one point, I had to ask myself, am I overindulging? Because... I talked about disassociation whenever it came to trauma responses, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Damn. But I talked about disassociation when it came to trauma responses. And I feel like I basically removed myself from my body and that's how I was able to have this meaningless sex and hookups and fun times or whatever you want to call them sneaky links um I feel like because I was so disassociated from my body that I could just plop from person to person and and not feel anything from them at all And so, when it comes to my Coochie Chronicles, I had disassociated so much that I don't even think I truly felt pleasure during my sexual interactions for a minute. I was so sad (laughs) and misunderstood and displaced from myself that sex genuinely just became the physical. I didn't care who it was how it was where it was it was just the fact that i was bored and i could do it and it got me in a lot of predicaments especially with friends not my friends friends of the individuals i had hookups with that happened to be friends (laughs) But because of that disassociation, um, there was a point during my junior year, and I think I talked about this in my very first episode with sexual confidence, is that I had to go on a sex cleanse. Um, it was, it was getting to the point where I was using sex to regulate my mood, which would be qualified as an addiction. I was mad, want to smash. I was sad, want to smash. I was hungry smash then eat like it was just like oh the food tastes better after i got some head or the food tastes better after i you know got my face wet like it was just i was drowning and i was using sex to cope um after i had the sex cleanse that was recommended (laughs) to me by my therapist it was 30 days no sex No masturbation no porn and no thoughts of sex and so ah so from imagine coming from basically getting at it multiple times a day watching porn masturbating thinking about porn in class thinking about fucking in class barely paying attention to my academics to get some more coochie drinking going to parties finding more contenders like it was this vicious cycle every friday saturday sunday it would happen monday tuesday wednesday i'd actually maybe think about school and then as soon as thursday friday hit it was like my coochie was like we're ready it's coming it's the weekend we know and i let it happen for a while because i just really wanted to explore like that same feeling of wanting to explore whenever i was younger and we used pictures now i was actually using my body a lot more safer this time now um but it was still just this need this want for exploration and wanting more and and deepening and that's great but only to a certain extent because now whenever you're flailing through the exploration there's no guidelines no borders no nothing it's just like fuck it we ball and it was cool for a little bit but then it got out of control um and so the cleanse taught me one that i have a lot more time to think about other things when i'm not thinking about sex um but the other being i was so disconnected from my body like i could have an orgasm and just walk out the room like thanks cool appreciate it have a good one It'd be a little mini orgasm it wasn't even nothing like people couldn't even make me come for real it was just like a huh okay that was it like i just got a hit <laughs> like that's how it was and so once i had the cleanse and i was reintroducing myself back into sex it was fucking terrible all the old patterns that I had no longer worked no longer made me feel good it was a lot harder to reach climax or to even come because it it showed me how like I can't feel my body like somebody's down there giving me trying to think of a word you know fuck it somebody's down there giving me head and I'm just like I wonder what brooks got today like my brain was just everywhere but down there and i didn't feel anything like it's not like i was i mean damn near like i was numb but like i felt pressure but i didn't feel pleasure and so i didn't want to have sex (laughs) for a really long time because this shit just felt numb it it didn't feel like anything and it, it was nothing to do with the partner it had everything to do with me and recreating or maybe even first establishing the connection that I have with my coochie Mm. basically my journey from that point you can tap back into that very first episode that I put out and then bringing myself here to where I'm at today I read a post that said the way you touch your coochie says a lot about how you feel about yourself and your pleasure masturbation was something that i wasn't too into because i just wanted to feel that other person so bad i wanted to give pleasure to that other person because i'm super i'm a big big working on it big big people pleaser and so it always came to like you ain't gotta get me don't worry about it like let me just do you just negating or pushing down or ignoring my own pleasure and so Aaliyah had to spend a little time with Aaliyah and I basically got connected to my coochie (laughs) I got connected to my coochie and my sex life has taken off to say the least and I'm a lot more comfortable and confident like shit even talking about this lets me know that I've made such huge strides in wanting to connect with myself and deepen the relationship that I have with myself, my root chakra, you know, my my pleasure box, like whatever you want to call it, just this downward area. But it started with a class that I had taken, love this man to death. But he asked us, when is a time that you ever thought about the movement of your hips or your pelvis? and it not be sexual or it not be enticing when have you just allowed that space to just be itself hips pelvis groin like when have i ever allowed myself just to explore these areas for the anatomy that they have And i was like oh shit i said no i ain't never thought of that <laughs> i remember we was in class i said nah professor i ain't never thought of that i see this and i see it as a way i I saw this and i saw it as a way one to entice people i got all this junk in the trunk this wagon i'm dragging i seen it as a way to get attention but i never seen it as a way of just existing just being my body and so i'm forever thankful for that class it was called the principles of movement and forever grateful for that class because it broke down the fundamentals of what our body is and how we can use it and and the strength that it possesses and the mat the the magic (laughs) that it is um it taught me so much and it was like right on fucking time like i took that class my senior year so after I had ninth and 10th grade, mostly in the ninth, but mostly the 10th grade, what am I? Once I had my freshman, end of my last semester of my freshman and sophomore year, I had the opportunity um, of just, like, doing whatever, right? You know, going out, partying, hooking up, whatever it may be. And then that sophomore year coming, doing the sexual cleanse, and then coming back and having this class, it just happened so well um that it it taught me how to be in touch and in tune with my body um and so I I, I'm still working at a lot of things um a lot of them are my my mental things because even as I talk about what happened you know seventh eighth grade that shit was still traumatic (laughs) as fuck um and so I had to heal myself from a mistake that I made A, a poor judgment call to say the least and so giving myself the space, one to forgive myself for what I done, uh forgive the individual who um said what they said and did what they did. Um should be right on time when you start focusing on yourself. Should be right on time. And now my coochie not numb no more. Um uh, <laughs> my coochie not numb no more. Um, I, I spend time with myself. I, I only allow certain people to explore my temple because I was letting so many different energies in and they were it was hard to tell who was me and who wasn't. I was it was hard to tell like how I felt about my body. Like it was just all this blank, dark numbness that I no longer wanted to feel and I knew that I, my body had this power to feel uh and, and I want to feel as good as I possibly can <laughs> in those moments of sexual interaction so not only just healing from the situation that happened in middle school but other instances um that that I've experienced I had to heal I had to talk to myself I had to touch myself um like breathing the power back into me and my bodily autonomy and how I want to use it and how I want to create it and what I want to do with it and whom I want to share it with so that's my coochie chronicle coochie chronicle moment coochie series part one because there's many more to come because there's such deep dives that that can happen from this but for one I always want to start with sharing my own story so y'all know where I'm coming from and y'all get some background i mean i don't tell everything but i do share a good good bit of things that happen in my life but i'm so proud of myself i'm doing damn fucking good like (laughs) who would ever thunk i promise you if you'd have told a eighth grade Aaliyah that she'd be talking about this on her podcast um, in order to encourage others to think about the relationship that they have with one their body parts as them being body parts but then also in a sexual space what does that look like what does that feel like like the intricacies the intentionality of your being until next time y'all thank you for listening to the Coochie chronicles